bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Kid. Did I say any, any, any afternoon? In the afternoon. Wow. You just throw me under the buzz. Boop. There you go. Uh, Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So, talking text line. LT said, what is that? Got it. <laughs> Look at this. That was good. Huh. You know how you press the button and you think you turn your phone down and then you lay it and it goes back up and then it just, yeah. Anyway, so here's what I was doing. I was thinking earlier, what can we do like, what kind of shows do you want to hear on the truth? Like, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> well, this one is funny because, well, Mr. Medee said, do half a show. I don't know what half a show means. Like, I don't, what is that? Half a show? Half an hour? I don't know. On how to be a better neighbor in person. There's not a show in America that could teach people that. Like, people are going to do what they want to do. So I don't know if that would be uh, productive. I don't, I don't know if we'd be able to do that today. I don't know if we'd be a better person, a better neighbor. Hey, act like you got some sense. I don't know. Drive like you got some sense. I don't know. Talk to people like you got some sense. LT said the truth needs a sports talk show from 6 to 9, Monday through Friday, one hour before, one hour after every Packer game, be it Thursday, Sunday, or Monday. Nah. <laughs> ah, woo. 
I think that was a unanimous. Nah. I don't think so. I think a weekend Sunday show would do great. Seriously. I think a wink a weekend Sunday sports show would do good. Yep. That's what I think. But I'm just one person. I don't know what applied me. So Chloe said, I've been on a now faith journey to start my own business for about 10 years now. A little earlier, you mentioned the phrase faith without works is dead. I agree that the sum of what we call works or actions will add up to be the product of what we hope for. And I just wanted to chime in and say thank you for pushing me to apply for the black owned business give back program. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. I have faith that it was a work that needed to be completed as another step in my journey. And thank you for your topic today, because I agree that we should be doing better as black business owners, but we have to understand how faith works. I applied today. And so cool. I appreciate that. Chloe, those are the types of things. If if people ask, well, why do people pay to sponsor this, to do that? Because they're able to help you do those types of things. And so now you have a connection with Associated Bank, who's a founding partner, and you get to work and learn and grow and be better and make the business better and make the community better. Which means when the business goes, then we need people, you know, to go to the advertiser and Support the business. And that's why we're here. I can just get me some goody gourmet popcorn. I'll be all right. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to Chicago to get me some Garrett's popcorn. But I'm stuck on goody gourmet because it's just convenient. Like, I don't know what they did to their popcorn. I don't know what they. It's, I don't know if it's the taste or is it just the fact that they give you just enough popcorn to eat? Like whoever came up with the size of that bag, I don't know what y'all was doing, but y'all was on some stuff because it is perfect. Like it, it fit, it's just like, oh, I want some popcorn. You eat just enough and then you're done and the bag is over and you're good. You don't feel like you ate too. It's like when you go to the movies and you eat popcorn and about a third of the way through you go, why am I eating this again? It's too much popcorn. But Goody Gourmet will like have you like it's it's like that much. Right. And then right when you eat it, it's like two big handfuls. When you're done, you're done. And you don't think you ate a lot. Now, when you get to your third bag, then we got to come back and go, OK, we, we need to reevaluate this because this is this is too much. And we doing it. Right. But it, but it's kind of that simple. Now, I don't like their mixed caramel and cheese popcorn because then I got to eat like four bags. And I really don't have time to stop and finish like four bags of goodie gourmet popcorn. Like, it's just, it's just too much. What do you, okay, all right. And then somebody gives you one as a gift. But then if you get one as a gift, you got to buy one because then you're going to want two. Then somebody else is going to see it. One of those will get stolen. And then you got to buy another bag anyway. You're up to three. And then you just, so I just buy four. And just expect through attrition, I'm going to lose two. Somebody will come, hey, is that your popcorn? Can I have some popcorn? And it's gone. Yep. Yep. I never tried it. Oh, look. Uh, 
Right. Like, really? You live in Milwaukee. You black and you ain't never tried good to go make popcorn. Stop. Just stop. Just take the pop. Just take it. Just walk in. Excuse me. And just take it and be gone. I could appreciate the rip right there. Yeah, I'm just doing your stuff. And then you hear down the road, oh, my God, this popcorn is fire. Oh, okay, I guess they got my popcorn. Now I know who stole it. I mean, liberated it because it was probably sitting there in the bag going, eat me. Oh, my gosh, I'm stuck in this plastic bag. <laughs> Terrible. 833-212-1017 is the number. And just keep doing what you're doing. The information is here. We as listeners have to spread the gospel. But more of the <laughs> Wow. She said, yeah, you need to spread the gospel, but more of your cash giveaways would be great. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm. Hmm. Number five. Chloe. All right. So. This from JS online, the number of people without homes who are living in tents at downtown Milwaukee's MacArthur Square is growing. And one official said a local nonprofit group is enabling them. There are over 30 tents at MacArthur Square just east of the courthouse compared to just three tents two and a half months ago, says Beth Weirich, chief executive officer of the Milwaukee Downtown Business Improvement District. The district, which is financed through special assessments on downtown commercial property, works with Milwaukee County Housing Division and other groups to try to provide to move homeless people from camps to actual supportive housing. That idea known as Housing First focuses on providing permanent housing to homeless people so they can have enough stability to then obtain services like AODA counseling and healthcare and employment. But these efforts are hampered by who? Now, this is the, the, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel JS Online story. Hampered by Street Angels, a local nonprofit that provides clothes, food, sleeping bags, and tents for the homeless, as well as resources to help them find housing. Now, this is what Warwick said at a, at a last Thursday business improvement district board meeting. People camping at MacArthur Square and other downtown sites are less inclined to accept housing vouchers that they will move them, that will move them off the street when Street Angels is providing new tents. Sleeping bags, pillows, and coolers. The unintended consequence, she said, is the increase in such behaviors as fights among homeless people, illegal drug use, sanitation issues, including discarded hypodermic needles, as well as a lack of bathroom and showers. And we are seeing an enabling of this kind of behavior. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Of course, the president of the board of directors of Street Angels, Jan Wilbur, calls Weirich's claim bogus. MacArthur Square comes and goes as a place where people decide to stay. And what we have been seeing now for months is a complete lack of shelter space, Wilbur said. Finally, the homeless population shelter space is a top priority for Street Angels, Wilbur said. But it's very difficult and there's really no shelter space the housing division county agency tasked with finding the homeless housing did not immediately respond to journal sentinel inquiries that's interesting for me that is um 
Because I think what happens is eventually that's going to turn into uh, a major issue downtown. Number four. Milwaukee Bucks announced construction companies to build the venue. Local theaters, they are not really feeling that. From CBS 58, today two Wisconsin-based construction companies will join the development of a new concert venue in the Deer District. Myron Construction Incorporated and JCP Construction. Some local businesses in the area say this move is unwanted. However, leaders of the project say this will bring more job opportunities to Milwaukee. Joel Plant, CEO of Frank Production. Is that the same Joel Plant that used to be the um, chief's assistant? Hmm. Chief of staff? I wonder. Anyway, today we're announcing more partnerships that will also make sure that the venues are built and operate in ways that are great for the city's current and future workforce. The project is estimated to provide close to 200 construction jobs. And of course, Mayor Cavalier Johnson said, I wanted to see more growth, more development, more family supporting jobs in Milwaukee. And every worker on the job will be unionized, of course, with 25% of those workers coming from Milwaukee. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. Bringing these two spectacular venues to Deer District will add to our city's thriving music scene. And reinforces Milwaukee as an evolving, exciting place to work, live, and play, says Peter Fagan, president of the Milwaukee Bucks. And so is this the people that were having issues with coming to the city? And and are the I wonder. This will be interesting to watch. I don't want to say something and then have it not be the same people. So let's let's keep a uh Let's let's keep a look at this so that so that we can figure out exactly what's going on to make things happen. Number three. I don't even know where to begin. I I just don't know where to begin. So the second week in the trial of Daryl Brooks has started. And he's he's a little contrite. He's a little uh you know, calmer now after he caused disruption after disruption after disruption. And he's got to get it, get himself together so that he can represent himself. Daryl Brooks is accused of killing six people and faces more than 70 charges. He's representing himself. And community leaders in Waukesha told WISN 12 news reporter Kendall Keyes that the trial is, is kind of hard to watch. And so we'll be watching this and following this as we go to uh, see how Dell Brooks is going to present himself to the uh, watchers of the trial, the, the people who are looking at the trial. So hmm, I'm torn between my next one. I'm, I'm just number two. I don't know if I want to read this one because it might cause a little trouble, right? But it's something that we have to deal with still. From TMJ4.com, eight cars were stolen from the same two-block stretch in the last two months. That's happened between August 10th and October 9th, 6,000 to 20, 
I'll get it right. 6,000 to 6,200 block of West Port on the city's north side. So what does that actually tell you? What that tells you is that what you need to do is not park there. Like, I don't, I don't understand what. Three of the vehicles were Hyundais. The other three were Kias. All the vehicles were recovered with window and column damage. Police say two other vehicles were stolen with keys. One of those incidents was a domestic. The other incident occurred October 5th when police say three juveniles were let into a home, stole the owner's car keys around 6 p.m. Then the group rammed another stolen car into the garage to get access to steal the second vehicle. Like, I don't know anything else to say after that. What are we doing? What's happening? Somebody actually mocked me when I said that. Like, one of my friends was like, they saw me and they went, what are we doing? I was like, wow, that's mean. Although I appreciate you watching and listening, right? All right. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. Number one. Well, also from TMJ4, my final story, a former Milwaukee police officer charged with first-degree reckless homicide returned to court today. Michael Mattioli is charged with the 2020 death of 25-year-old Joel Acevedo. It happened at a party at Mattioli's home when he was off-duty, and prosecutors say Mattioli put Acevedo into a chokehold after an argument. Mattioli, who has pled not guilty, has since resigned from the police department after serving as an officer since 2009. According to online court records, Mattioli's final pretrial has to be rescheduled due to the recent and sudden retirement of the chief of the medical county medical examiner's office. Did I say that right? Retirement of the chief of the Milwaukee County. I said medical county, didn't I? The Milwaukee County medical examiner's office. The state needs to find out Dr. Brian Peterson's status and availability for the trial and Peterson's retirement was announced on September 19th. Mattioli's final pretrial is now scheduled for Tuesday, the 18th, 8.30 a.m. And a jury trial will begin on Monday, November 14th. 833-212-1017 is the number. Your thoughts on these stories or anything that's on your mind, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Truth Nation! Marvel's Black Panther Wakanda Forever release date is Friday, November 11th. And as you know, we all have to go and support the culture. That's why the new 1017 The Truth decided to host a free Wakanda Forever private screening on Saturday the 12th. Exclusively for our truth fans. So how would you like to become one of our 10 lucky fans who will be with us starting Monday, October 
17th, we will be again to give away tickets. All you have to do is listen for the cue to call in and answer a Marvel trivia question. Like it's that easy. Now, if you're not into Marvel and you're in the, to, you know, you know, like DC, oh well, too bad. You won't be going. Uh, we hope to see you at our new 1017 The Truth exclusive Wakanda Forever private screening Saturday, November 12th. So make sure y'all hang around. Make sure you listen to it. Make sure you know what's going on. Make sure you handle it. And by the way, since today is Monday, uh, Thursday the 13th, Greater Milwaukee Urban League's open house. They'll be introducing their brand new location to the neighborhood and people can come. If you were listening last week, we had Dr. Eve Hall, the president and CEO of Greater Milwaukee Urban League. People can come to the location, get employment training, educational support, online driver's permit options are free. The open house will have refreshments, door prizes, and there will also be truth swag. Lots and lots of truth swag. But if you don't get there first, you're not going to get it. So join the Truth Street team at Greater Milwaukee Urban League's open house, 1 p.m. until 4.30 p.m. That is... Oh, I got to scroll back up. Thursday, October 13th, located in the World Outreach Center, 3410 West Silver Spring. All right, I'm going to do my show from there, okay? DZ, I'm going to just leave. I'm going to be like about, I'm going to be like, there we go. I don't think that's going to happen, but <laughs> we'll see. And then Kyle will show up and be like, no, like, no. But uh, no. What kind of, no. And that'll be that. That will be that. Um, maybe it's me. But growing up, there were things that happened in life that made me always talk to myself and say, self? Self said, huh? And I said, don't do that. You know what one of those was? Jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. A person died while skydiving in Florida, authorities said. Dylan, a DeLand police department said the man's parachute malfunctioned before he made a hard landing. Okay, so help, help, help me with this. If your parachute does not work, is there any other landing you can actually make other than hard? Now, I'm not, I'm not making you know light of the fact that, unfortunately, a man passed away at the DeLand municipal airport but they got to check the parachute to see that it opened like the fact that somebody else has to pack something and then hand it to me and when i pull a string it don't open like can you imagine what your brain does as you're hurtling toward the ground at whatever speed like how fast does a human being drop when they jump from an airplane and at what point do you reach terminal velocity like, at what speed do you hit terminal velocity? I, I think I need... Da, 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 da. What speed is terminal velocity when jumping from an airplane? I don't know. Did you say that on the air? Say it on the air. Ain't it conditional on your own weight, though? Like, how much you weigh determines... How fast you got to be going for it to be a terminal velocity? I don't know. Well, terminal velocity is that velocity you hit where you ain't going to go no faster. So while flying face down, jumpers indeed have an average 
terminal velocity speed of 120. But if they're free flying, which means adapting your body position to fly in other orientations like heads up, you know, like straight, heads up, heads down, like a spear, stuff like that, you can get up to 160 miles an hour. But what does terminal velocity actually mean when you're skydiving? See, that's the part I didn't need to know. Some people can streamline their body with less friction, right? Air, air friction. They can go as fast as 370 miles an hour. Nah, terminal velocity is not a single set speed, but can be affected, like DZ said, by various factors. The speed of 120 is what you hear the most because it's the kind of true and is a nice round number that people have a frame of reference. Really important thing to remember about jumping from an airplane and falling toward the ground at terminal velocity is how it feels. There's something particularly exciting about a skydiving sensation of speed created from gravity alone that separates it from other experiences where you go fast for thrills. When you do jump, it feels just right, and it is the most natural and freeing feeling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like your whole life has been building up for this moment. What are you waiting for until you hit the ground? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm never jumping out of an airplane and we're done. Well, maybe if it's on fire and if there's a fireball about to erupt, I'm, I'm, I'm a probably try to get off, but for the main part, I don't, I don't really think so. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, I'm going to touch on this, but I, I got to I gotta pass this on to, to Mel and DZ and Selena. And uh, Did I say your name right, Selena? Serena? Okay, Selena, right? Serena. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing, Serena B. We love you. Wow. Uh, no. No. Wow. Anyway, talking about y'all, millennials don't want family heirlooms. They said they ain't interested in hand-me-downs. Past generations of lifestyles have sped up. Tastes have changed, and they're better, stronger, faster. Like the $6 million man that costs like $6 billion today. By 2030, millennials will inherit. And so here, here, here's, here's my deal. Wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me stand up for this. Here's my deal, DZ. By 2030, millennials will inherit over $68 trillion from their baby boomer parents, the greatest wealth transfer from generation to generation ever seen. And while millennials are on track to inherit a good chunk of change, one thing they're not interested in is family heirlooms. As lifestyles have sped up and tastes have changed, theirs 
a growing supply of unclaimed heirlooms. Fine china, old furniture, hello, online sales. Anyway, uh, people started collecting these things after World War II, and they've seen as a status symbol when veterans and their families moved to the suburbs and started to live out their American dream. People got married younger back then. Items were given as wedding gifts, meant to be passed down to future generations. However, no one ever asked these fine future generations if they really wanted all this, for lack of a better term, junk. Millennials today are living in smaller spaces than past generations. One survey found that the average millennial home buyer considered a 1,700 square foot house to be sufficient space, while boomers wanted a house with at least 1,900 square feet. And this was after boomers sold larger houses and they downsized to 1,900 square feet, which I think is a lot of stuff. But anyway, renters, millennials, not trying to kind of have a lot of stuff, want to be mobile. They're an Ikea generation. I'd be interested in what the morning show would have to say about this because I don't, I don't, is that true? Is it? I don't know. I wonder the Ikea generation. Yeah. Ikea furniture, put it together. Does Ikea furniture even work? Like I own one piece of Ikea furniture. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And so I just, I just found it interesting. I've never been an Ikea fan. That's just me. Are you an Ikea fan? If, if you're an Ikea fan, 833-212-1017. Are you an Ikea fan? I've never, I've literally never been to an Ikea store. My daughter loves Ikea. I don't know if they love it because it's cheap. Do they love it because it's easy? Like, you you know, they got the steps. You just put it together. Some of the stuff, really, it's not easy. Man, it is not easy to put together. I don't know who's lied to who during Ikea, but Ikea. Did you graduate Ikea, from high school? Man. Did you graduate from high school? Yes, sir. Then you should College be able to put together some Ikea. <laughs> I was giving you the benefit of the doubt, but you should be able to put together some Ikea stuff, right? Doesn't mean I should have to if I don't want to. That's somebody else's job. I'm right. not getting paid to put it together. I'm paid to buy it. Don't they have a system where you can pay somebody to put together your Ikea? Why is it extra, though? I just paid for it. Did you see all the pieces they give you? The writing is this small. They made it in China, and nobody could figure out the doggone words. And it's in English, and can't nobody figure it out. I do the follow me tutorial videos and still still couldn't put the baby's armoire together correctly. Wait a minute. I saw one where, well, let me ask you this question then. You ready? Were there pieces left over? Thankfully not. <laughs> then you did it wrong. Because they're huh? extra, there's always extra pieces. So if you used all the pieces, <laughs> if you used all the pieces, you probably did something wrong, player. So that extra legend back ain't supposed to be there? No. It's got a double back. This is really sturdy. No. that's <laughs> It's an extra piece. What are you doing? I thought that was, I thought, yeah, they don't have three arms on the chair, just two. Thought it was optional support. <laughs> Dang. 
Woo! As my mother used to say to me, can't take you nowhere. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. So I've never, <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this on the air. I have never put something together and had all the pieces used. I have never, I mean the Milky Way, I have never made something and when I was done, didn't look down and go, where them pieces go? Let them screw. Now, screws, that'll scare me. Because then I got to think, okay, so where did I mess up and not put a screw in where it's supposed to be? Usually about, I don't know, three, four weeks later, I find out where the screws went. And I've got those. I've got a high top counter in the kitchen. So the chairs are high top. Am I saying it right? High top, those high chairs, those tall chairs. Yeah. High boys. And so everything in my kitchen is kind of up. None of the chairs have fallen apart. So I thought it did pretty good, but I didn't buy it from Ikea either. I bought them from, um, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say. I'm giving nobody no free advertising. What's wrong with me? Anyway, um, I've always learned that if there are pieces left over, they usually in some instances give you free pieces. Now, do you actually read your instructions? 833-212-1017. Do you read instructions? That's what I want to know. That is exactly what I want to know. By the way, Chloe said, thanks for today, Dr. Ken. I spread the gospel today all the way to Louisville, Kentucky. Can you shout out my grandma, Nancy B. Schmidt, and my family listening in? She is a gentlewoman who supported the Milwaukee community as a teacher of teachers in her years at MPS school. An amazing example to myself and our generation. Much, much love. Hey, what's happening, Grandma? Grandma Schmidt. All right. I did my good deed for the day. Wow. See, now everybody trying to text me to win money. That's terrible. I think Mr. Madi, we're going we to have to block Mr. Madi. Mr. Madi, too funny. He is indeed too funny. Um, <laughs> talking text time, LT said millennials definitely don't want hand-me-down China or silver. But here's the one that scares me. DZ, do you know what water for crystals are? They don't want them. They don't have a space for all that stuff. And family dinners and large groups are usually done at restaurants. That's unfortunate. But when they buy things, they don't plan on like you have to bring stuff in in order to have dinner because they don't buy houses where they have like normal dinner space, but they have space for their virtual reality, right? They'll actually make room and buy a couch that can be moved easily so they can do virtual reality, but they want to have a dinner table. I don't understand that. Well, yes, I do. They're millennials. And that's what they like to do. 
833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You said turn it up louder? No, I didn't. No. Heirlooms by Amy Grant. You have got to stop. Stop. Just stop. Millennials, right? No other reference than whatever comes up on Google. Really? You wonder why because they have no reference. You have like absolutely no reference whatsoever. Hey, so oh yeah, that did. And then they play something. That was that was like that was like my daughter and the whole Glee songs. Oh, these songs are cool. No, I have the originals. Those are old. I know it's a cool song. That's why they're singing it on Glee, right? Heirlooms by Amy. Of all the people, Amy Grant. They just leave you speechless. But it's also fun, too. So I'm just saying. 833-212-1017. We're coming to the end of Friday. See? They're always busy. I could say anything on the air. Anybody going to hear me? I say we're coming to the end of Friday. Nobody responds. Like, oh, okay. No, it's Monday. <sighs> I tell you. I know the 6,000 to 6,200 block of North Port of West Port is not the place to live. Eight cars stolen in a two block stretch over two months. Come on now. Come on now. So I have to ask you, DZ. I was going to ask Kyle, but you know how Kyle gets when you talk about, you know, he gets he gets a little emotional. So what happened to the Packers? Them boys just couldn't do it. They got upset. I mean, they started off strong, played to the best of their abilities, and unfortunately, they just couldn't put four quarters of football together, Dr. Ken. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, they they just couldn't do it. At 20 to 10, I went, you know what? I can go and do something else. Oh, you thought it was locked? So this ain't looking good at all for, for uh, New York. And then I chilled. And then I heard, oh, yeah, the, they're, they're up. So they were they were doing fine. Yeah, I think the score was like 27, 20. And I thought they won, right? I was like, oh, bet. Man, I did what I always do. <clears throat> YouTube, week five highlights. <sighs> Packers. And watched it. Like, didn't think twice about it. You know how when I when I hit play, I didn't look at it. 
I was like rushing, so I was on my phone. I hit play. Didn't didn't see the little scribble in in white that said the Packer, the Giants Packer score, right? Because we get weird people that say the home team first, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You say the winning team first, regardless of who it is. But for some reason, we have you know people that read the news and go, you know, the Packers lost to Chicago fourteen to ten. Huh? Instead of Chicago 14, Packers 10. I don't know. So I watch it, and sure enough, they lost. I get to the end, and I'm like, huh? Did you just run the same play that you ran before? Like, what was that? And and the guy stands there, and <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, granted, I'm a Packer fan when they're not playing the Bears. You won a game by doing this twice. It's like raising your hand up in school. Andy passed the ball away. Andy passed the ball. I was like, what? You threw the ball the same way for the same play at the. Okay, I'm, I'm just, yeah. So I'm thinking their defensive coordinator is not long for, you know that side of the ball but the problem with that is that didn't didn't Matt LaFleur bring him to like I think like Matt LaFleur brought him to the Packers so I'm like it's gonna be interesting all in all on offense or defense I mean the offense couldn't put points on the board I mean in credit credit to I guess the Giants defense but Packers offense just couldn't put any points up in the second half. Only points they came was from the safety. Yep. And that was kind of a here. Right. <laughs> At that point, right. <laughs> He'll be going to let the clock run out. So here. Yeah. And then they tried to get it. It, it was just terrible. It, it was just terrible. Like that game was painful watching it. Because it looked like they about to spank the Giants something awful. And they didn't. And they didn't, and now the Packers are what three and two. Yep, they're three and two, and it's not, it's not looking too good. Although <clears throat> some of the homers will say, "Oh, but we don't have a good team this year." Uh, no. And did it did um, Aaron Rodgers react the the way that he was supposed to react? He was just kind of nonchalant. I'm like, yeah, 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 we lost. Yep, okay, yeah, uh-huh, we lost. Yeah, we lost. Hmm, okay. That was interesting. And it was unfortunate because I think they could have done better. I think they are a much better team, but they just didn't get it done. And somebody tried to say, well, it was because they traveled. You know the other team traveled there too, right? Like the other team actually traveled there. The the weird part about it, Rodgers was 25 of 39 with 222 yards and two touchdowns. So it, it didn't, for all intent and purpose, it looked like, it looked like he should have won. I mean, that's what I thought. I thought they would have won, but I guess not. I guess it wasn't in the cards to win. So 
I think they'll do better next time. Uh, they need a defensive coordinator bad. Like they need a defensive coordinator really, really, really bad. Because their defense did not look good at all. Not at all. Hey, we want to say thank you to Northwestern Mutual for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a national leader in financial services, which has been helping families and businesses achieve financial security for over 160 years. So be sure, download the 1017 The Truth app to listen to our monthly financial literacy and financial empowerment interviews with Northwestern Mutual, which will be coming up this Wednesday. 13. So I think I think we'll have a great time and you'll learn a lot of things that are going on. Also want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a law firm who's made such a positive impact in our community. So if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call, that's all. It's been a great time being with you here on this Monday, even though it feels like Friday. I just had such a full weekend that, you know, none of the days ended. And so it's been great being here. Um, And I had a great time, some great topics and some great people. Hey, never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Or you could do like everybody does. Just download the Truth app and listen to us 24-7. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say thank you to DZ. Appreciate you for being here, holding it down. We'll see you in 22 hours. God bless. Take care. See you on the other side.